Uh, before we start, sorry, uh, apologies for the uh, late running of tonight's show. Um, I was running late uh, from work, and uh, yeah, I'll, ta- I'll take that one. But um, yeah, uh, before we start, we'd like to uh, give a shout out to our sponsors. Uh, our sponsor, sorry, uh, at Mask Familiar. Um, so if you're after personalized masks, uh, by all means, man, reach out, support your local. Uh, they have some customized, as you can see. Um, they've got a lot of, um, I think, superhero ones too. Oh, there we go. That's popped up as well. So, fams, if you're after masks, please support your local uh, great family. And they've also jumped on board with us and helped us out. But, um, yes, at Mask Familiar. And again, sorry, um, before we move on, um, we usually give a little spiel about our podcast. Um, so this podcast is created for everyone to share their, I guess, their stories, the battles that come with it, and also um, anything, really. Um, we, as a team here, create it as a, as a uh, safe platform for anyone to share. It uh, doesn't matter if you're uh, a superstar, but um, I guess we're quite fortunate to have uh, people that are interested to jump on and uh, share their life stories because you know not not many people do it not many people want to jump on and um air out what they uh they've gone through but i hope that um we we can normalize this we can normalize um our brothers opening up our our sisters opening up and we get to share that and pass that down to our our next generation our next the kids that are coming through because it's okay to talk we're not it's uh we have to we have to break that cycle because it is okay to talk to talk uh, um, by the way, I'm Teza. I'm Swanky the Second. And I'm Mafioso. Well, you're watching us tonight, joining us through the live feed or listening to our audio podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning in. Yes, thank you for tuning in. And just a quick disclaimer that um, every week we remind everybody, we remind everybody that we're not professionals. Uh, we share stories, we share experiences in the hopes that everybody can relate or share back. And that's what um, we're hoping we get from tonight is our, our chat will um, throw some questions up for us um, or share stories. Um, and that's how we will learn off you guys and you guys will learn off us um, yes. every week. So yeah, hang around. Um, it's going to be a goodie. Yeah, 100%, man. We're, we're not uh, professionals. And before we do get our guest on, um, we encourage the chat to come through and... Uh, <laughs> we encourage the chat to come through and um, uh, throw in comments, as they are doing already. They're already blowing up our um, our live. Yes, and, um, thank you for joining us. 
<laughs> you got questions so for the questions there for the for the, for the and I, I think the, the chat's already getting toxic performance. Oh, I think our chat's drinking because Terry, someone said Terry looks handsome. <laughs> <laughs> only at night time. Only at night time. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got some drunk uh, drunk people in the chat. But um, thank, thank you for commenting. Uh, before we go on as well, um, boys, how how we be doing? Apart from uh, myself running late. Hey, better late than never, but nah, all good, all good. Uh, I had work this morning. No dramas. Nice. Uh, yeah, um, Muffy? How do you yeah, um, I'm good, I'm good, but you did ask a question and you did have an issue last night, Tez, that you hit the brothers up with late at night. Mm. And I did come across one of them, another also tonight, um, who said something similar happened to his child at school. Or thank you. Mm. So um, yeah, if you guys wanted to talk oh, about it later man. on, bro, let's do it later yeah. on. So. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll um talk about oh, it. Oh, uh, we'll talk about let's it later it. on. But Tell before we it. um, yeah, hard. Before we move forward, um, without further ado, we'd like to bring the the also on. Um, so he's a he's a great great man, great father, um, businessman, entrepreneur, and um, also uh, he's experienced a lot in his life. I uh, would like to welcome uh, the brother. The Uso, the La, the Toko, Helene, yeah. uh, Ikiyo. Everybody, what's up, everybody? Did I get it right? Did I get it right? <laughs> he got it right. Oh, <laughs> He's been working on it all day. <laughs> well, it's haunting me, bro, from the beginning. <laughs> how, are you, how are you, brother? Nah. Oh, bro, just want to say thank yous and everyone that's tuned in for having me on your guys' um podcast what you are doing is amazing you know reaching out to everyone um yeah but nervous but you know you gotta let the ball go and just carry on with it yeah. <laughs> hey it's just the boys also it's just the boys yeah just yeah. a chat man to be nervous about it's just us hard we, we we're normally the ones that uh that are nervous but um <laughs> no nah, thank you thank you for jumping on um before we move on and i'm sure Everyone in the chat is uh, is family, <laughs> and they're going hard. But um, a quick introduction about yourself, and um, well, I don't know how you want to do this. You want to go deep, or um, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. Uh, so my name's Helene Ikiwa, uh, owner of Helene and Sons Barbershop, uh, born and raised Mangri. I've got two young boys, uh, Sutton and Halaroy. Sutton's age seven, Harlemroy age five. Uh, got a fiance, Tracy. Um, yeah, I've been cutting since I think 2007. Um, yeah, I've never really put the clippers down. Loved every bit of it. So, yeah, that's us. Oh, and my siblings, uh, I think I've got nine siblings out there. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sort of I'm sort of in the middle here, nine, ten, including me, I think. Yeah. And uh, a big family. <laughs> nice. Schooling wise, uh what schools did you come through? Ah, uh, so schools I went to Favena Primary, Intermediate, I was at Beta for Form One, Form Two, <clears throat> uh Uruhu Intermediate, and then my high school year, Uru College, Greyhouse Baby. Let's <laughs> go. 
Yeah, that's that's like a typical line though, like for Mangu Kelly. See, I was like, I was like, Jim um, Barron and then Ketchley, and then yeah. I ended up at De La Salle. So that was like, this used to do different lines, eh? But yours is quite familiar too. It's like the old beta, the old beta intermediate. <laughs> so that was beta intermediate. <laughs> um, before you obviously, um, we want to tap into how you got into uh, cutting hair um was that was that always the dream uh did you have something else or were you uh the next best uh, rugby player oh rugby was long gone with me um i was, <laughs> back then. I was all about taking um the dream was to, was to be like my dad um a builder but then uh, my older brother come in with a set of clippers, Everton Anna's, started cutting hair. You know, that was different um, growing up. And then um, I sort of looked at it like, wow, that's, that's, that's cool. That's something different. Not your ordinary from your, you know, typical island families, builders, welders, just the whole shebang. Um, as I got older, I started like, you know, getting into it more, watching him a bit more. Uh, and then probably high school, sixth form, seventh form, I picked up the clippers and just doing a couple of haircuts at school. And then finished high school, straight into the barber course, 2009. And then, um, yeah, the rest is history, pretty much. Uh, jammed probably about four barber shops and then decided, you know, let's just take that leap of faith and step out into my own world and create something for my two boys. Yeah, and then four and a half years later, here I am now, where I am. So, yeah, grateful for everything that's been before. Yeah, um, I remember you, you were um, at a shop in Mount Wellington, and um, I, yeah, I came in uh, maybe a couple of times. That's when I had here. But, um, yeah, what's the... <laughs> no, I just got here on my uh, chin. Um, there was a lot of pain to learn that. <laughs> um, can, can you fade my chin? Fucking <laughs> hell. Oh. Uh, the memories. But um, yeah, um, I guess um, you, were, you were, from my experiences, um, you're always um, that person that you could, uh, you could interact with, uh, talk to, and have a good yarn, you know? And um, at times, you know, um, long story short, between us, uh, my my brother and uh, Elena's um, uh, first cousins are, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, engaged. So uh, we grew up around each other quite a lot um, uh, back in the days. But um, wait, wait, wait. So you grew up around each other and you only just learned how to say it very quickly now. <laughs> Oh, there's a fraud. No, 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 okay. Because I didn't, I, I never used to call him the, the full Halene. It was Len. Mm. So, like, when we used to catch up, was Len. Hey, hey Len. But, yeah. And, um, yeah, so um, when it came to the full name, I was like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so just just going just going back to um, those, um, when you have people in in your on in your chair, um, 
interacting with them? Um, have you ever come across, um, I guess, people that, that laid it all out? Or uh, how did you approach people that came to you and then said, look, man, I'm going through this, I'm going through that? Um, and, yeah, how, how, was, how was that process for you? Uh, yeah, it, it, it is daunting. Um, I've like I've been cutting since two thousand and seven. Um, bro, we've had so many customers come in with a lot of things on their shoulders. I guess I've got to be my best version for them. So it's um, yeah, I just got to be myself. Like I can see they're coming into the shop with a lot of weight on their shoulders, but you never know what's going to happen. But I can put a simple smile on them by just saying hi. Hi can mean so much in a barbershop. They can come in with everything. You say that simple hi, they feel welcomed. And this is a safe haven for all the brothers that want to come in and get a haircut. Um, but going back to the question, yeah, I, I don't force it on them to speak up. We just talk and then eventually it comes out. So it's a normal conversation, but they, they don't realize that what they're telling me is what they're actually going through. And then even though the shop is busy, it's still just a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Even if the guys, I'll have a full shop, but they're still happy and freely to open up because no one's sitting there like, yo, what's this guy going through? Yo, oh, yeah. And they start, you know, people start blasting it. It's not like that in here. They just mind their own business and it's just the A and B conversation. Everything else is blacked out. Um, and they end up walking out happy. We hug. I tell them we'll catch up later on if you want. Um, and then I would express to them, are you okay if I get a second opinion with my partner? If they approve it, I'll go home and let her know what was said to me. So I know I'm at ease as what's happened. Because then something might be said there where I struggle and I'm going home with it and I don't know how to cope with it myself. So, yeah. Bro, that's, um, we, we don't give um, barbers uh, enough credit for, for their job because, um, and we, we have, We've actually had a uh, another podcast with uh, two seven five uh, barbers, and they do an amazing job as well as um, our our barbers now. And and for yourself, um, do do you guys have, and 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 I, I know you said uh, you go back and you have a platform for yourself to talk to uh, your 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 beautiful uh, partner, but um, at the beginning, um, did you ever come across a time where you couldn't help someone? that's come through the chair or you've always kind of um, found some sort of um, you've found so some, can... some answers or some, something to help them yeah I guess, um, I guess just, yeah, for like us it's like we always promote every week that we don't have the answers yeah hey so I think I'm like it's like a, what Terry's asking is like have you ever come across a situation where you didn't have the answer but you tried to think or like you thought, oh, maybe um, try this or try that. Because I yeah, know it's yeah. hard for us to let the brother walk out the door. Yeah. Like it didn't help mm. me. Like, yeah. So, yeah. And that's, and yeah, exactly what I, what I was trying to um, get at because 
for me personally, if someone's opened up to me, like I felt it's my duty to like kind of give them something at least. But yeah. what I'm trying to say now is like, and it sometimes we don't have the answers. We we don't know what to say. And and in the situation where maybe you've gone through um, at the beginning or maybe throughout your time um, cutting hair, has there ever been a time where you're like, damn, um, yeah, like, um, how do how do I help this person out? If that uh, makes any sense, bro. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely makes sense. Um, yeah, there has been. There's, yeah, there's been a few tough where I, I can't help them, but it, it, I can't let them leave at the same time. Like it's it's hard to let them walk out. And I feel the problem's not solved, then it, it 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 kills me, like it messes up my mental state. Like I need to find, like go above and beyond to find this answer for him, because I'm not gonna sleep properly. But then we end up just talking later on, because there's something will hurt me later on. If I just leave it, something will hurt me, and then I'll get in contact with him. But yeah, I've I've had some tough moments where I've just sorry, bro. Uh, I don't know. Like, I'll try my best. So, yeah. Some, yeah, sometimes it's just like sorry, bro. Like that's 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 all you can say yeah, at the time. Definitely. Um, yeah, like, but kind of like at the same time, you have to let them know that like you you are here and 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 you and you do that perfectly by yeah. um, opening up the shop to to uh, a lot of our uh, our people. Um, and what and also what I was trying to say is that. Um, at times, when we when we get people on on the show or in uh, in uh, in person, sometimes we don't know how to how to help people out. But just having that shoulder or that ear for someone to uh, for yeah, yourself, definitely. you know that that's that's more important than um, being that person that knows it all. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I know what to say now, or oh yeah, yeah, and and then it turns into. That kind of uh, role is like this guy's a eaters, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, you don't want to be that dude. And mm. um, and also like, oh, we, I think we have a question from the chat. Can we hear? Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> Might be down the bottom. No, shout out to the chat anyway before we go. Through. Shout out to the chat. It's a lot of messages. No, it's just like a comment. Can we hear from his partner? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the sus. Nice. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll get right into how how you're feeling, bro. How how's your how's your mental? How how are you feeling these days? Uh man. My mental state now was a lot better and clearer than when I was two years ago. Um, yeah, quite a few people know what what happened. Um, I don't really like going into fine details. But... Yeah, um, yeah. Without going into details, man. Yeah. Um, share up until you, um, till whatever that uh, that that time you, the time you have. Hmm. So yeah. Um, yeah, my mental state now is a lot clearer. 
than where I was two years ago, like prior to where I was. Um, I was incarcerated for 14 months. Um, it was all over the news and stuff. It, it, it killed me um, being where I was in that dark place. Um, I didn't want any help. I was just being selfish. Um, my mind wasn't clear, like drinking every weekend, thinking alcohol was going to cover it all. But that was just like a, what would you call it? Just like a... Band-aid? Like yeah, like a, a band-aid, like a substitute just to... Yeah. It's there and then it's gone. You wake up the next morning and... Back on your shoulders. Um, but I used that time wisely, that 14 months I was away. It was tough um, in the room by yourself. Um, but I used it wisely. I got into journal writing. I started reading books. I started training. I started to regather myself. I was in that hype for nothing. Like, I was drinking every weekend, being that guy, like, I'm the man, without being the man, without <laughs> being the man, not a man. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I put everything out on pen and paper. I expressed how I felt to all my siblings through letters. Um, I spoke with my partner every week at visits. Um, yeah. Um, sorry, guys. Mm. Take your time, brother. Yeah. Take your time. Um, yeah, a lot was going through my mind being there, but I needed to be the best of myself to come out on top, to be the greater, greater man I am without the hype and being the man. So I just went back to square one, started at my foundation again and just built myself up to where I am now. Um, yeah, I'm just focusing on me, my mental state. Being selfish is okay to be. Mm. You can be selfish at times. People think it's not, but it is helpful for yourself. Um, and then looking after yourself is the main one. So I looked after myself, and now I can look after others. But if they don't want the help, I'm not going to interfere. I'm just going to be the guy who stands on the side and just waits for that help. I don't want to be the guy that, like what Terry said, bro, I'm the man. I got everything. I got all the answers you need. Come see me. You don't have to be that guy. That's that's what I learned because I was always that guy that wanted to be the limelight. But I'm out of the limelight. I'm just focused on me. My real family and friends are all still supporting me till now, and I appreciate and love all of them. Like words and me being present is um, not enough to what they showed me while I was away. So I, I give it up to everyone. Yeah. That, that's good to hear. Also, like, would you say, would you say going on your holiday has changed your whole look on, you know, people who are actually real? I mean, I say this because I've seen it. I worked in the prison system. Um, you know, I was in all my prisoners the whole time I worked there were were high security prisoners. They weren't, you know, the easy guys. These were difficult mm -hmm. fellas. And we had like twenty-two hour lockdowns, two hour unlocks. Mm. So the mental state 
when you talk mental state, there's nothing worse than being locked up and only being yeah. out of this little room for two hours a day and then going back in for another 22 hours. Mm. So, yeah, it's like, uh, my question is, yeah, like, did you, do you feel like we have to hit that rock bottom? Like, do we have to, like, go to jail, basically, to, you know, for some people to actually open their eyes to what's in front of them and what's been in front of them this whole time? Or did you think maybe our, you know, hard lessons learned later on without going inside would have, would have opened your eyes to this type of stuff? Um, or was it just maturity? What, like, what, what, what's your opinion on that? Or... Um, yeah, I, I think people have to experience hitting rock bottom. You don't really have to go to jail to hit rock bottom. You can just get lost in that hype until you actually get told the truth from your siblings or your 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 close loved ones that you're losing yourself. I got told that like every week. I was thinking, bro, you're losing yourself. I was, no, I'm not. I and it's um it's like putting on a mask and just deflecting everything. Like, bro, get out of here, bro. I'm not. I'm all good. But yeah, yeah, I think I think people do have to hit rock bottom to realize what's actually in front of them. Not looking on that outer world. Just stick in that box you've got, and then work on that one from there. So yeah, I appreciate that, man. It's um, true words from a um, from an amazing person. To share it because it's it's actually true you've you've gone in and um you've you've explained to us how you dealt with uh your time inside and um personally um you know your family around you is a is a is a, a great platform mm. um what i'm gonna say is uh, what, I, what i'm trying to say now is um um before you're spending your time inside um how how much of it changed you to know that you were going out drinking before the time before you went inside drinking spending time with friends and family and then you got that time to go inside and then reflect did it did it make things clearer for you um that did you see um did you uh make your your group a bit smaller or how 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 did your how did that time inside and outside um make it clearer for you sorry if that makes sense yeah, no, 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 it makes sense. Um, it, it, it definitely, like, helped a lot. Um, I thought my circle was, or square, whatever shape, was out, out, until I actually went in. That's when all the true ones come in. All my real friends, like, I knew my family would stand with me all the way. But it was the friends I had. Like, I thought I had so many friends, but they were just there for the hype. Like, my day ones and all the boys they know, they, they all tuned in now. Like, I, I give mad love and respect to them because they've been there with me every time I rang. They were there on the phone checking in. Um, but coming home, I definitely shut a lot of people out. Like, big time. There's a lot of people that I just say hi to them now. Like, I want to express to them how I feel, but 
there's no point because I know they're just gonna come at me. Like I just leave it at that. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll still be their friend. I'll still talk to them, but just not in that way where I can let them into my space. My space is my space with my real ones that I love oh. truly. Yeah, I guess, I guess, the... I guess so. Like, it sounds like we're kind of being repetitive, but I think what, what we're trying to say is like, um, we're trying to, to trying to show is that you know, it's all about the before. Hey, like, we want someone out there to watch this and not think, oh, these guys are asking the same questions to Helena. But the reality is, like, if you're listening, we need you to learn from you know, who's real, who's not, who's. Actually, mm. your mate, who who yeah. who you need around you, because that's yeah. These are the main things, eh? And, and just because Helene went through that, then he learned. Then, but he's sitting here now telling us, uh, if I knew, like, these are the real source or the real mm. boys that that I needed around me at the time or all the time, bro. I wasted so much time on like people that didn't. They weren't even down for me, eh? Like, yeah, all those other times. So. Um, I guess what we're trying to get is like, you know, like your circles um, are really important things in regards to your whole life, including mental mental health, because the main thing is your mental. But, you know, don't let it get to the point where these guys have to actually show um, before you can actually believe that they are who they are. Yeah. Um, keep It's all about the realness, I think it is, eh? Just um, being straight up, yo, yeah, and, and the whole it's it's hard to like because I mean, you're just going to get into trouble or do the wrong things when you keep the wrong people around you. Um, and it's 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 one of those things to like be woke and no yeah. way, like, fuck, they I didn't need that kind of around, or mm. I, those cats were they weren't any good for me at the time, but uh, I felt like it was all they were all good, eh? But you know. Yeah. It's, it's it's true that it's a learning curve, but I always say like if you, if it's if you could prevent something from happening, why not? Hey, like there's, there's always that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but the the I guess the 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 reality is is that our people don't want to listen to people that have gone through it because. They think, oh, they know better. And that's just the way we act. That's the yeah, way yeah, us yeah. as uh, Islanders, Islanders yeah. you know. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I can testify to that because as a kid, um, you know, uh, parents are telling me not to do that. And But, you know, as a kid growing up until teenagers, into the, into um, adulthood, and they're still like saying, look, man, you shouldn't be doing that. And it's not until you look back, it's not until I look back now, some of the things are right. But then uh, some of the things I was doing was wrong, you know. But it's not until you experience it, and this is what you're doing. And I and I hope uh, people that are uh, are in the chat and listening in our fir- and in our future, sorry, in our future podcast, uh, listen and hear hear the um, the brother out because he's you know he's t- he's talking from a um, from within, and not many people want to do that. So you know, um, shout out to um, the brother here for jumping on and uh, sharing his story. Um, mm. Um, I'm just gonna uh, I'm just gonna tap um, tap into your time and in, in, inside, um, bro. Um, yeah. Apart apart from uh, you, apart from, <laughs> apart from your your um you you writing uh, journals and um thing, um 
were you on lockdown as, um, when you made your time inside? Were you on lockdown, or what, how was your time inside? Uh, 24 lockdown, how did, how did that all work? Uh, nah, so we got unlocked 8 o'clock. Um, we were out on the west, west wing, Little Perry. So we got unlocked every day, 8 o'clock. Lockup was 3.30. Mm. So... Yeah, so we were in the room 18 hours, I think, is it? You know, um, 16, I think. Yeah, so 3.30 in the afternoon till 8 in the morning was our lockdowns. Oh, that seems about lock, eh? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Unless something happened on yeah. the outer yeah. units, then lockdown until the next morning or whenever it gets solved. So, yeah. And with that's, that, a lot of, um, that's a lot of mental health time. Yeah, and 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 your journal was your your piece like you wanted to um did you did you um do anything else in uh inside the cells like um oh shouldn't have said cells but inside by yourself did you did you um find a, a new hobby or um was there any other things um <laughs> i don't know why you're laughing i don't know what the hobby is <laughs> 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 okay, okay. Not that hobby, bro. Okay, um, <laughs> I forgot the uh, name, but it's usually a towel and a glove. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. uh, towel so, and body no, wash. Let's uh, get. I had a lot of Nivea cream. This. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, bro. No, mean like sorry. You want mine's coming? It's like, bro, how come we got free for lots of cream? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> The orders come through. <laughs> the orders come through. Oh, yeah. okay. No, um, okay. <laughs> shucks. No, I think, um, yeah, so I, had a, I sort of had a routine. Lock up 3.30. I'd have a power nap until what time was um, home and away? <laughs> yeah, 5.30. Yeah, I, I got into a lot of TV time. Like, at home. I never watched TV. TV was watching me. I was always on my phone. We never had phones in there. But I think a hobby for me was training. I started reading books. And then I think I forgot. There was this training book I had. I tried to take it home, but I got taken out. <laughs> um, it was just like mental state, like different, different things you can do. Um, and I found... Training was was something that kept my mental state clear. Like if I just exercised and focused on me, it'll make me a better person tomorrow. I wasn't thinking far ahead. I was just taking the day as it come and prepared myself for tomorrow to be a better person than I was yesterday. So yeah, I, I got into a lot of training and then, um, yeah, cause I went in 130 kilos, shucks. So if you got photos of me two years ago, please delete it. And then I <laughs> and then I come home. I try to get to the hundred mark, but the last two weeks I just yeah slowed down. But I come home one hundred and four. My mind. They had the jail, jail cheesecake. Eh? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and the little parties. <laughs> I've seen a, I've seen a lot of um, uh, jailhouse uh, chefs 
on uh, Facebook lately, and uh, what what was your go to? Oh, oh no! For, for oh. feeds, it would have to be the. Oh shucks! There's a few. There's a few. Oh. Uh, this smell good too when I work, man. Shit. So <laughs> I'd have to say it'll be um. We call it dry noodles. So we had the mega rings. Um, you know, we'll cook it up, chuck the jam in it. People don't know, but I'll try it. Honestly, put jam in it. Trust me. Thank me later. And then we'll chuck it in the frying pan. We'll just soak it in butter. <laughs> they call that dry noodles. It's just fry it up the new um frying up the noodles. And then if you want it, you can chuck it in a packet of salmon and Bob's your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't do that when I'm home. My family think I'm weird. <laughs> um, sorry, bro. I'm I'm gonna take you back again to uh, the day that uh, of sentencing, or when when you've got your your charge, uh, and you're sitting there, and um, uh, they tell you, um, they give you your, oh, they read out what you've been uh, arrested for, and and your charge, what was going through uh, your your mental, bro? Um, what was, yeah, what were you thinking of or thinking about? Shucks. I still remember that day like it was yesterday. One of the toughest days that I'll, like, not getting sentenced, I knew it was it was going to happen. It was mom's cry. Like, she was so close, but yet so far, she was right behind me, behind the glass. Like, you know, we, we got brought up to always make our parents proud. Like, that's not something I'm proud of. But, yeah, just having everyone there, it sucked. Like, sorry, yeah, but it, it sucked. Just, it, it was tough. I accepted the reality of what happened. Like, I, I had to accept it. I was changing in there and starting to become one of them, like a part of the system when I wasn't. Um, I had to stop lying to myself each and every day. I lied to myself for the first three months I was there. Until I accepted it, it's, I started to change. But being in that dock, that, yeah, that, that was the toughest. Like, my mental state was wrecked. Um, just hearing mom cry, that like messed up my whole mental state. Like I was broken. Like there's there's nothing you can do. Like as much as I wanted to jump over that glass and just tell her I'm all right. I couldn't even look her in the face when I walked off. Like I just I just looked at her her shoulders to make it hard. I was looking at her but I wasn't and I just told her I'll be home soon. I see after, and I just had to leave. Like I couldn't do anything about it. So yeah. 
Thank you for that, man. Because um, um, in all seriousness, um, if you haven't been um in courts and and to hear to hear uh the judge or you know them read read out that um someone you love uh someone and you know I, and I, I I don't I can't feel what the the brother's feeling, but I, I felt it when my brother went inside. Um, and, I, and I've shared this. I've shared this with uh, on a on a uh, podcast a while back, and it's, it's the the heart. You know, you you actually break into pieces, and 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 it, it's it's really difficult. And I, I like um um thank thank you thank you for sharing that um uh man so thank good, you honestly so man it's and to and to the chat. Uh, thank you for uh, commenting. I think there's there's quite a few that have gone past, and I wanted to touch on, uh, touch on. Um, mm. I'll also get through that. But um, again, bro, um, you you said bye to mum. Uh, you made your your walk um, to the back, and then now, um, what what then happened with with how you were thinking and and. Where did they take you? Did, did you have to sit at the back? Um, how how were you? How, yeah? What was going through uh, at that time when you're making your way to to the back? And um, just let me know if um, I'm ge- I'm going too uh, too no, far. No, 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 no. That's all good. That's all good. Um, it'll sound wrong, like saying it, um, but I was happy. The court cases and everything were over I could focus on getting my programs out of the way so I can get home quicker Um, I knew what programs I needed to do so I was already in that mindset and mind state of get back to the prison get back into the unit start pushing the guards to get me out to where I need to be so I can get home to my kids and my family so yeah, we, we were we were hard back for a couple of hours just to wait for our papers. Lawyer came down. She said family sends their love and all that. Um but yeah, that that was all going through my head was I'm happy the sentencing's over. I need to get what I need to get done ASAP. Not just ride out the whole leg, because I'll be missing a lot of time away from everyone. So, yeah, I think I ended up working in the kitchen and I started pushing on guards to get me the higher guards, the or the ones that are management to try and get me into programs because I wanted to go home. They, they saw who I really was. Um, so they try to make, you know, emails happen, try to make things happen. It, it took a while, but I eventually got it done and then ended up doing my program. I think I didn't even finish it. I think I got released two weeks before finishing my program. Um, but that was a underachievement for me, getting released two weeks without finishing my program. So I stepped it up a bit and um, I started doing extra classes to finish the program so I can be proud that I actually finished the program with a high standard and I can actually stand tall and say, I've done it. Um, 
I ended up going back to the prison. And some of the guards were a bit um, like, I should go to the psych ward to get checked. No one wants to come back. But I needed that um, self-achievement in myself to go back and receive that certificate with me standing, standing tall saying I did it. So yeah, sorry if I dragged it on, but yeah. That's me, Nuss. No, that's me, Nuss. And that's something that like you did, that's something that isn't required of you. Mm. That was something that you required from yourself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You achieve it to to complete. Mm. That's me, Nuss, that's me, that's... And you're right, bro. Like, we'll turn around and think, what the fuck does this guy want to come back here? You know? <laughs> so, like, yeah. Nah, that's not normal. Mm. That's off to you. That's off to you. Bloody weird, eh? <laughs> it's all about that mental loss. Yeah, bro. You've done something for yourself um, and you... Because that, that was a plan inside, so you had to achieve yeah. it before coming out. Um, but it's um, mean to hear like you were like you were keen to get the ball rolling. Yeah. Um, I, I've met so many people in there who weren't bothered, and they therefore I've got heaps of time just to to do my programs. I'll just yeah. walk around now. Yeah. So yeah, no, nah, it's mum's crying must have really kicked you up the arseholes to get your ass back home. ASAP. Mm. Um, fucking good on you also. Um, honestly, yeah. is, like I said, I worked there for two years. I mean, so many, many people who just didn't give a fuck, and that was the mm. reality, bro. Um, so many people in there, they just loved being in there. It was easy for them. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, oh. nah, yeah. It's good to hear that. Yeah, bro. Like you wait to get the ball to get the hell out yeah. of there. That's, yeah. That's what it's about, it's... eh? You had a plan and you and you and you stuck with it. Hard. And 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 not many people do that on the outside, let alone um, you know, you've 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 done it, you've gone through, but um thank you for that. Um just just moving on to your time inside and now um then getting released. Um how how was that feeling, bro? How was that that feeling when they um I don't know how it happens, and then they come. Yeah, what 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 usually happens when um, they tell you, "Hey, um, you've got your freedom again." How how is it? Yeah. Um. So they they unlock you early just to grab all the prison issues off you, the shorts, jumpers, t-shirts, to make sure you didn't go home with the prison issues. Um. Yeah, but that morning, I thought I'd do an undie run. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? Yeah, lucky I didn't get a charge. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm always that happy chap guy. So the whole unit was a bit upset, like the clown of the unit is leaving. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to wake up the whole unit at 6 o'clock in the morning. I opened up my window. I started hoorahing. They unlocked me. I said, guys, I'm doing an undie run. I did a whole lap in my jockeys. <laughs> All the guards come out, look at me, and say, sorry, I need to look for a towel. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, that day, uh, I think I got released about 10.30. If Tracy's on, I don't know what time. Yeah, that, that was an emotional day. Um, 
the boy is still a hacker for me. Um, <laughs> go wasted. Yeah, the boys that are fair while Haka the Tika Tonu. Um, <laughs> hey, that one. <laughs> well, that's the boss lady. That's yes. Um, yeah, they did Tika Tonu. I did the new and um, Takalo back to them and so thank you. Uh, and then I got my property. They released me straight from Unit 6 and then I went up to the CAF. Tracy was there to pick me up. Um, I think the first person I rang was Steph, my older sister. Because, you know, she's, she's always been my backbone. She's always been there for me. Um, through the good, the bad, and the ugly, everything, she's been there. They thought I could talk to her openly and freely without being judged. Um, yeah, so I rang her. She was she was being fit at the gym. <laughs> um, sorry, Steph. <laughs> She's gonna give me a honey. Um, but it wasn't. Um, it didn't hit me like I was free. Um, Tracy, even Tracy, like we were talking, but not talking. If that makes sense. Um, it hit me when I got to the Onihanga Bridge. Um, so it was it was like a sort of quiet drive all the way. Until I got to the only hunger bridge, that's when I realized, fuck, I'm home. Like, I put my window down, took a deep breath, and then just a couple of tears started coming out. And just said to myself, I'm home. Like, shucks, I'm, I'm home. It's, it's unreal. Like, it's just, you don't, you don't know what to do, what to think, what to say. Everything is just what if. Um, but yeah, that, that day, checked in with my probie, went for a feed. I uh, went Nando's, so that chicken was... <laughs> the chicken that I had in there. <laughs> but then to have that, that first drink of fizzy. Oh. Tell you. I thought I was um, that that uh, that guy on Paul Yeah that does the robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that sugar rush you get from your first. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that yeah that that first day was was tough. It was tough. Like you're free, but you feel. In your own mindset, like for me in my own mindset, I didn't feel free because I was so confined in a small space and I was, it was so restricted to the rules. You had to mm. follow them. You couldn't overstep it or anything. But yeah, I tried, I went to Manukau to get a SIM card. Uh, I, I just went in and out. There was too many people. People did tell me inside, like it is tough your first couple of days. You'll ever come at though. I was thinking, no, nah, I've only been here for a short amount of time. But going to Manukau to get a simple SIM card for me, that was tough. So I just grabbed the SIM card straight to the car. And just I just had to tell Tracy, like, it's it's too much. We need to go, please. And then um, when I picked up my kids, yeah, 
You want me to carry on, mate? Okay. Yeah, bro. Keep yeah, going, carry man. Carry on, Luz. Carry on. It's, ooh, ooh. it's all about you, brother. No one, no one will ever feel this way unless you've you've Wait. gone or walked in your shoes. So I'm here from the man himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, um, yeah. Oh, sorry, Tizzle. Oh, shout out to uh, the sis Tracy. She's in the in the chat, uh, and then we've got some toxic guys in there. <laughs> yeah, those toxic guys go away, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, so after Manukau, I went and picked up my youngest from daycare. Tracy asked if I could stay in the car, but I said I wanted to actually get him. So she caught it on film. Um, yeah, I tried my hardest. I tried to talk myself up. Don't break. You'll be all right. Just, you know, you'll be fine. And then, um, yeah, as soon as I locked eyes on him, I broke. Like, just that father-son bond was back. And just him saying, Dad, and running and jumping. That, uh, you know, it's, it's priceless. And then was going to go get my older boy, but Tracy was like, just wait for him to come home. Same thing, I was at home too. He walks in the door, like, you know, finish school. As soon as he locks eyes with me and him and lock eyes, that moment he just drops everything and just, he runs at me. He's a big boy, but <laughs> yeah, just, just having them in my arms was, yeah, it was priceless. It was, something you can't describe you're just in the moment and um yeah never doing that again and leaving their sides ever again that's mm. all i can say yeah nice man it's it's uh it's like you know it's outside looking in and it's you can kind of see that picture of of yourself and uh you seeing your your kids and the over overwhelming um, feelings that they come back to you and how you've, you know, um, been incarcerated and now you get that time. Um, mm. We also have a question from the chat, but before that, um, how how was it? Um, I'm actually seeing uh, mum and dad, and um, how how were you feeling? Uh, how were your feelings uh, when you finally got to to hug mum and dad? So mum was the first one I saw. Um, after I checked in, I had so much rushing in my head, like, um, just, I wanted to eat everything, but I, <laughs> I I'm home. I, Stefano, I set up so many plans to have a feed, go out, have, but end of the day, I was like, I'm home. There's nothing to celebrate. I just want to go home. So I checked in on my Kobe and then, um, the nerves and everything just, Driving to mum's, like, shucks, I wouldn't even know how to describe it. Like, scared. Like, <laughs> like I had the shakes. And then driving up the driveway, I could see mum through the blinds sitting in, in the lounge. Like, already starting to tear up. So, you know, and then um, just walking in the front door, she's welcoming me at the front door. Crying, I'm telling her, Mama, it's okay, you know. I hugged, I couldn't, I don't want to let her go. 
I just had to grab her face and told her I'm sorry. I looked her straight down the eyes and I told her I'm sorry. What's happened's happened, but I'm home. I'm home. I'm not leaving anymore. I'm home. This is me. Okay, I'm sorry, but I'm home. And she was like, yeah, I know you're home. I said, I'm here. We don't have to cry anymore. There's no more tears that need to be shed. We're home. We're all together again. And then, yeah. man and it would have been a amazing um just to physically touch the loved ones that you have around you too Um, i remember um sorry i I don't don't want to make this about me but quickly like uh, a similar situation when i saw my brother come home um it was surreal because you know you you don't like it was a surprise to myself so seeing him like i just didn't know how to react and and again you know being a a a male in the in the house that we grow up like we couldn't show our feelings you know we couldn't show that you know oh giving him a hug i you know all we did was just shake hands Mm. but we knew deep down and then he was riding riding home to myself and you know the, the rest of the family you know um he will say stuff like i love you but as soon as i saw him like that man that that proudness popped back up and said, oh, he just shake his hand. But in reality, mm. I wanted to like fucking, you know, like hug, hug him. And, yeah. and, and yeah. It, it's all yeah. different now, you know, um, you know, the, with, with my brothers, uh, we, um, still, still, still a work in progress, but it's something that, um, uh, it needs to happen. It needs to, it needs to happen within our, within our brothers and within our friends and family, because if we don't say, um, the words that we say now, it's never it's gonna you know they're gonna be a day there's gonna be a day where it might be too late mm. and you don't want that yeah yeah and you know uh, you, you you don't want to go you don't want to experience that pain again and i've you know you'll you'll experience it and i'm and i'm sure um um the brothers here also uh, the chat so um there was a question from the boss man um if there's any other uh swanky i think there was a question or if there's any other questions up there just a question in there. Uh, what was some of the biggest challenges adjusting to the to life outside again? Well, some of the biggest challenges adjusting. Um, the regimes of time. Mm. Because I was tired by four o'clock because we were so used to getting mm-hmm. locked up at 3 30. I think just the time regimes and the freedom you have we don't we don't realize how much freedom we have out here we take advantage of it because it's so small in life it's normal but yeah just the freedom you have i i found that one of my biggest challenges i didn't sleep the first 48 hours i was home because i could still hear the guards Doing master check every two hours. Mm. I could still hear the keys jingling along their pants. But when I did fall asleep, it was tough. Like knowing that so you're sleeping with your partner when you're so used to sleeping by yourself. There's yeah, there's there's a lot of challenges. That's just our basic daily lives we live. Like I can I can name a few, but that would be my biggest ones was 
the time regimes and the freedom you have. So yeah, thanks Lance. Shout out to Sammy Sosa, Steph, who else we got? Sam, Fuller Moors, Chupapi. Um, and also um, all the people that have actually um, yeah, come in and uh, jumped on the chat, man. Thank you. Um, we're not finished here yet. Um, uh, your your transition and to the outside world, um, <laughs> because you were, you were running um, your own business at the time, um, how was that from... How did you get into? I'll go back into um, cutting or if, uh, running your running your um, your um, business, bro. So I had I I had a plan um, to have that whole week off, but um, Tracy didn't want me to. She wanted me to try and just get back into my swing, come out me. Everyone knew me as the happy, cheerful me. And she just wanted me to be the best version of me and come out and just carry on with life. Um, I came to work that day. I got released just to look at the shop again, like to feel a swing of it. I tried to do everything at once. I, I shouldn't have done that. But yeah, I, I came, we pulled up to the shop. I couldn't walk inside. Like, I'm going to be honest. I didn't like it one bit. Um, it was tough just because of what happened involved the shop. Um, yeah, uh, uh, like I couldn't even get out of the car to actually walk in. I was just like, I, I can't. Tracy was trying to talk me into it, like it's okay, just to just take your time. I said, yeah, I'll take my time. So I got out, see some of the customers. It was good to see them. They welcomed me in with, you know, open arms as always with love. And I walked in and just had a big, like a real good heart. <sighs> but yeah, I didn't like it. So I wanted to do a full revamp straight away. But then again, I was thinking I'm rushing, take my time. Just. Yeah, but, and then I think the next day, I did half day just to see how I process into reality. Yeah, but my my haircuts were a bit slower. I was a bit ashamed at myself, but I just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone knows I can cut fast, but when I come home, I was a rookie again. So we were the, we the, um, the barber in the unit? <laughs> he must have been everyone yeah, in the unit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was the father in the unit. Oh, that was the first question I asked. What clippers do you have? Yeah, are the blades still on it? Are the wires yeah. missing from it? <laughs> Any oil? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I tried to, I, I pushed myself as hard as I could, mm. but to not over push myself because I knew I could, I knew where I needed to stop. 
like there was a limit I knew and there was a boundary I couldn't cross. So I just did the best I could. And then when I had enough, I left. So then I just I just had to keep telling myself positive self-talk, pushing myself, keep going, keep going. You got it, bro. You got it. It's all good. You're home. Just keep going. That's all I kept telling myself was just keep going, keep pushing. And yeah, I eventually got back into the swing of it and still slow at cutting here. <laughs> well, I think I think like a massive part. It sounds like a massive part of this. Um, your your not I wouldn't say it's a comeback, but just your new routine is like hats off to the missus, eh? Like to your support, your support oh, team at home. Um, sounds like your support team just fucking eased you, you know, let mm. you do it your way, which is probably in my mind, or if I think about it, and from what I've been hearing, it's probably the only way to do it. Um, so hats off to your support team. Um, yeah, definitely. The foundation was strong. They've been man. there 100 days, yeah. so yeah, um, me. Alene, um, yes. coming like after your holiday and that, um, being aware of your mental health or mental state, how was that conversation with the boys? Like when you wanted to let them know, like there's a thing like there's a thing called mental health, like checking in with each other. How did you get that conversation going? Of for the barbers with your voice yeah that um i guess it was just my own personal story like we all knew where i was and we all know where i wanted to be but the first thing i put up to them was my boundaries and learning to say no because if you're not going to have boundaries or be mad enough to say no then your mental state's just going to go out the door. And then I managed to tell them it is okay to reach out because I did a lot of that in there to get feedback. It was blunt. It was reckless. It was raw, but it was the truth. And now the boys reach out to us. It's the truth. And the good thing is it's from us, our own boys that love one another to the end. So, yeah, I think it's just opening up clearly using I statements, just being you, being raw, accepting it without um, deflecting it and being aggressive back to the one that's telling you what mental health and mental state is all about. So, yeah. Charles, thanks for that. Thanks, bro. Shopper, um, I think there was a question. Um, <laughs> I think, so I think Sam is being demanding. Uh, question from <laughs> Sam here: What inspires you to be a barber and to continue being a barber, especially after what you've been through? Shout out to Sam Sapuzok, so for tuning in tonight. Well, so Sam, <laughs> publicly love you, love you too, also. Um, what inspires you to be a barber and to continue being a barber, especially after what I've been through? Um, what inspired me to be a barber was my brother. 
Like, uh, you can never be better than your teacher. So I, I, I give mad props and respect, even though we clash a lot to my brother Mitch. Everyone calls me a little Mitch because I can't help him, but no, I'm Halene. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and to continue to being a barber, what um, I feel like what Tessa said, we don't get enough notice for what we do, but I'm not that guy. Everyone knows me. I'm not that guy that wants all the notice in the world. Like, hey, notice me. I'm the barber who can help you talk your mental health. Well, why are you going to go and blast that when you just be you? Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can honestly say I can preach the truth of what I've been through in my lane. And you never know what someone will come across that mm. can say, I've been in that situation. But my situation was different. But we're sort of going parallel with each other. Nice. Yeah. We've well, got more questions, uh, Swanky. There's more coming through because I think the chat's been going handy. Oh, no. Yeah, let's get the we chat. We want to find from, uh, DJ. <gasps> DJ Love. I'm trying to filter through. We'll, we'll get we'll get through it, guys. We'll get through it. Um, but as as um, Swanky finds that question, mm. um, you've made the transition back into work. Um, and how how was it um, spending time with uh, your your young ones, uh, your your kids, bro? Like, cause um, you didn't have to think about work. Um, and I know you, you try to rush everything. Um, did you have to explain to them what happened or is it still taking time? How, how did that go mm. with, with your son, kids? Um, yeah, I, I lied to them the whole time, the whole time I was away. Um, Yeah, I, I, I couldn't tell them I was in jail, but Tracy put it in the head that dad's going to work for a long time. We'll see him. So when she told me that, I had to go for it, but it, it wrecked me to lie to my own two kids, but it was going to help them. Until I got my parole date, I had a talk with Tracy on the phone and told her, I think it's time to tell the kids. Because they were starting to click on that. Dad, are you in jail? I said, nah, why? Oh, that's the policeman. I said, nah, nah, they're the security just looking after the place. But my youngest, when I was in the Mount Eden, um, he was like, oh, are you working, Dad? I said, yeah. And you could see the castle, the old rock from the visit room. Oh. Are you working? Is Bumblebee here? Because he's a hard up Transformer fan at the time. So I had to play along with it. Like, son, don't tell the security over there. But Bumblebee's hiding in there. Me and all my friends here, we have to go fix him. Because he's got a sore back. <laughs> yeah, so I had, to, I had to just lie the whole time bluntly. And then they would go to the window like, Bumblebee, that's me, Harlem Wright. Start waving. I said, put your hand up. The security's looking. So, but, 
it worked until the day I told them that sorry that he's been a naughty boy and that he's been in jail. So they were shocked. Like, I don't want to see their face like that again. Like, their mouths drop. Yeah. They, Dad, he'd be naughty, Dad. I said, Yeah. <laughs> My youngest one, see, I told you don't pick fingers, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> So he put a smile on my face because I told him, if you play fingers, you're going to jail. <laughs> but now he just does it like whenever he wants. But yeah, so if you play fingers in front of him, you will go to jail. So he's like, I told you. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sorry, daddy was naughty. Um, but yeah, I, I eventually got it out to them that dad was in jail, dad was was a naughty boy, dad's learning, but daddy's going to be home soon. That's, that's, yeah, that's all I said to them. But yeah. Nice. So this, I found a question from the chat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> on DJ Lux, if you didn't go through what you, what you did, would you have seen who your real ones were that you see today? No. So, uh, if you didn't go through what you did, would you have seen your real ones that you see today? Nah. Like, honestly, no. Like, I just thought everyone was real because I was caught up in that hype. So, yeah, it's just a big, bold no. But I'm happy I did go through that because I, I, I even let some of my day ones go from, from birth from childhood but it, it was to keep me happy keep me sane and keep my mental state where i needed to be i was selfish mm-hmm. i needed it and i didn't need anyone looping around hanging around like they were real when they're not so it just had to be cut all ties or just keep being fake and i was ever so yeah thanks lux no go sleep <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to DJ Lux. Bro, it's um it's um it's it's really good to hear the truth um the truth coming uh from yourself and your story, man. Um yeah, like DJ Lux said, show us your Tagalo. <laughs> nah, there's uh like a noise <laughs> restriction around the area of the bubble shop. <laughs> <laughs> After mine cut <laughs> <laughs> yeah um again another question from uh the, i think it's max inu yeah future so plans that's... two years from now oh future plans um everyone's gonna know what this one is is the winning <laughs> oh oh <laughs> I've been oh. holding it up for ages. I put a ring on it. it. Oh, yeah. Put a ring on it. it. <laughs> they set up the army to get you. <laughs> um, I, I had, yeah, I had, I had big, big dreams and plans that I'm still in the process of. So five years with the shop here, I wanted two. Ten years, I wanted three. If I could hit that, I was going to go overseas. But that was me just thinking, thinking, just here, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> now, I think I'm just focusing on two years from now. I was trying to get 
mental health out. Like that's my mm. main is allowing us men to speak up. But the wedding is first. So <laughs> Yeah, nah, the wedding is first, guys, man. Priorities. Yeah. Oh, man. You have to smile. <laughs> yeah, so, it's the wedding and then just mental health in general, man. I've, we've yep. got to get it out. Like, mm. that it's a normality in life. Like, you can Yo. just wake up and speak up, speak freely. Yep. Without someone checking in with you, you can just go, hey, bro, bro, my mental state is here. How's mm. yours? Yeah, you've been doing a lot of work um, outside of cutting. You've also traveled to, um, and I, I think it was with Barberhood, and you guys are doing a May, like, oh man, the, the work you guys are doing, um, going out to different communities. How, how's that going for you? Uh, and, and with the mental health um, project that you're, you're pushing? Yeah, so Barberhood is a barber collective of, I think, 12 barber shops. Yeah, I think there's about 20 of us all up. Um, we built that foundation first for us barbers because, like I said earlier, people come to us, offload to us. Where do we go? Our mental state's stuck. We can either take it home if we want or just leave it and let it simmer, but then we don't know how it's going to come out. Um, so we started seeking for help Uh we managed to get help from um, providers and then we got a bigger picture of at the same time of fixing ourselves we can also come together as one big one and fix our communities with mental health allowing the youth our main focus was the youth and the younger barbers allowing them to know that there is help our hands here don't look elsewhere speak to us we can help you we can point you in directions if we can if we can't we'll try our best to do what we can but we're not going to go over and like yeah to chuck it at you we'll just let it process for you to see it for yourself and knowing we can help them mm. if that makes sense yeah i think yeah yeah bro makes a lot of sense man it's but that's what we need. That's what everyone needs is, mm. as, 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 a, as someone or a place or, and, and that's what you guys offer, you know, especially mm. with, um, I, I, I know that personally, or, well, from a podcast we've already done with 275, they offer their place. And now hearing that, obviously you've been doing this uh, beforehand, before this podcast, um, bro, it's, it's so good to hear. It's so good to hear that um, we, our own people have a place to come in and um, share with share with you. Um, it's not only a, a barbers, it's also a salon. Is that, is that right? Yeah. So I had to gut out my, um, my kitchen for my sister Steph to jump on board of us because nice. I was going to shut the shop down when, um, everything happened. But Tracy said, you're thinking of yourself again. Stop being selfish. But yeah, Steph's in the back. I wish I still had my couch there to hide. But <laughs> yeah, so we've got a little section. Um, yeah, I don't know what happens over there, but when <laughs> ladies walk in, everyone's just <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lux. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, we've got a little salon section now for the ladies. Nice. If you need your hair done, Steph's um, not me, it's Steph. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, nice expansion there. Yeah. Mm, uh, thank got, you. Uh, got a, a, one more question. Um, mm. And then... Uh... So, from uh, Maxine, what's your advice to someone who may be in a situation similar to what you were once in before you went on holiday? What is your advice to someone who may be in a situation similar? Be you. Be raw. Be open. Accept the blood <laughs> Um Man, I can go on, man. Um, speak to your siblings. Don't hide from your, your loved ones. Because I was once that person. I heard everything from them. Why? When they're the ones that are going to be there standing tall with you in the dark times. So I'd say, take it to your safe haven. Accept the feedback they give you and focus on what you need to change. So, yeah. If that makes sense, guys. Yo. Nah, does Ben. Um, someone said... Uh, Everyone in the chat is getting invited to your wedding. <laughs> Wait, sorry, I couldn't hear you. Sorry. <laughs> loss of hearing. <laughs> if, if I um, win the lotto, and you can fly, fly to Dubai, bro, you are more than welcome to come. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Who's your favorite barber or barbers you look up to? Shaft, that's a tough one. Um, <coughs> my favorite barber. I've only got one, and I'm, I'm still blessed to actually cut his hair. Pule Tulisi. He's one of the OGs of OGs of barbers. He's now based in Gold Coast. Um, yeah, I've I've always oh my brother too, my brother Mitch, but Pule, the day I met him was like, wow, I I know who you are. I'm just not gonna cut your hair. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, nah, he he's always been inspirational. He knows he isn't, but he is. Yeah, see, so I look up to him. Mad love to Pule. I need that question what's going to come yeah <laughs> nice um, well uh, guys um, <coughs> we've got, we'll come to that, that time of the show where we um, we share some advices, tips or just experiences or something that uh, we've taken away from this podcast uh, we share um and in, in the hopes that it, uh, if you do hear this, um, yeah, take it on. If if not, if it's not yours, then then don't worry. But um, yeah, it's just advice. Um, I will start with Swanky. Shadows. Uh, first and foremost, uh, thank you, Lenny, for taking the time to jump on our little podcast and share your story. Um, thank you. 
as we say, sharing stories in the hopes of someone out there is going through it and help them guide them through their struggles as well. So thank you for taking the time. Thanks to the chat, but for this week, I think I'll say um, the best gift you can give yourself is time. So take time for yourself. That self-care. Do what you do to reset for yourself. Um, Whatever it is, you know. uh, Take your time for yourself because you can't help others with the what did they say? Empty, empty cup. So take the time for yourself, reset, and yeah. That's That's key. Key. Nice, nice, swanky. Uh, Muffy. Yo, um, what am I gonna leave you guys with tonight? Uh, first of all, thank you, Helena. Thank you, La. What job you got tonight? Um, also, thank you. For always jumping on the show via the chat when uh, when you're not a guest, we also welcome you back to the show at bro. any time. You're always jump welcome. On like this. Um, the door's always open. Us just flick us a message. We'll send you the link again. Um, but um, what I will leave the show with tonight is uh, for those of you who think that mental health is not a thing or have never heard of it, it's real. It's an actual, it's a thing. It's a thing that people go through. They yeah. think it's just something that we're saying on this podcast and doesn't happen. Mm. Um, it's massive in our community, Polynesian community. It's massive, massive within our, you know, Maoris, Islanders who have traditions and culture and religion. So please, please, please um, believe that there is such a thing, um, mental health, and understand that our people who we love the most suffer from it the most um so yeah that's what i'll leave you guys with tonight um let's yeah shuttles um also there was a message a while back uh shout out to the boom kings so that's uh i guess helena's um team yeah yeah shout out to them for uh jumping on the chat So heaps of love, heaps of love in the heaps chat. Heaps of love in the chat. Heaps of love. Yeah, it's um, it's very, it's like uh, Muffy said. It's uh, it's very important um to to deal with your mental health because um, there's a couple of ways that could turn out, and you 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 don't want to go down a, a road where, or maybe you are going down a road that's um. That's not looking nice uh, to the dark road, and, and you don't have anyone behind. But and um, all we can say from from our point is, um, reach out, please, reach mm-hmm. out. Um, it's not the easiest, and again, we don't come up with all the the right answers. But it's so easy for someone to say, it, or myself to say it to people out there that are struggling um, to reach out. Um, even just a message, but at the same time, we can all do our best. People that um, that are not struggling, just check up on your on your friends, check up yeah. on your family. Um, um, before we go, I, I actually 
um, I had a situation myself, um, and I reached out to the the brothers here, and it was um, long story short, it was to do with uh, um, my young one um, being bullied at at uh, school at daycare and um, being helpless, knowing that I couldn't do anything when uh, my uh, father-in-law picked up my daughter. Um, but the first reaction when I heard it, uh, when I seen the, the message or when my wife told me was, um, and I wanted to just drive straight over there and um, murder that kid. You know, the first thing that comes to your head, you want to beat up that kid. So um, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that I had to reach out to um, the brothers here and ask them, you know, be a bit more... Um, um, not professional, but reach out and ask, what should I actually do before, before like you know, I flip the script and and I, and I don't want anything to come back. So um, the brothers gave me uh, some good advice and um, and I followed through with it. At the same time, I had to drop my kid off in the morning, uh, rocked up, and you know, as any islander parent would do, is. Uh, <laughs> have my eyes open eyeing out all the all the two year olds <laughs> eyeing out the two year olds the three year olds, the four year olds looking around <laughs> oh, no. no, no, nothing happened <laughs> what a tough guy what a tough dude <laughs> but um, no it, it, um, in all seriousness the um, uh, the manager manager came through and spoke to us I uh, spoke to myself um, my daughter was off uh, running um, you're just just feeling that uh, just helplessness yeah mm. um, anyway I, I diverted away from that fucking um, the, the, the advice um, is the, the reach no, 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 out no, part it's good Terry because um, sorry sorry Lenny and uh, 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 but um, you know you, you reached out to us last night um, I was scrolling through earlier today, and one of the also's Ben, um, who's tuned in, he actually was going through the same thing with his kid. And, um, you know, it's not something that's nice, bro. And to know that it's happening to such uh, kids at such young age, um, I gave him the same advice, um, that I gave you. Um, and 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 I hope. It worked um, for you, Tessa. I know it would have been hard for you to sit still and not do what Terry in his mind said to do. But, um, yeah, those those channels, go through those right channels to um, to deal with it, I think, is is more um, suitable in, in that stage. But, yeah, it's, it's a, I think it's another whole topic. Yeah. Maybe we can run another podcast on. Yeah. Um, I you know, touching on that, um, and I'm keen for that. Because um, you know we all have kids, and and you you actually are quite helpless because these kids are so young, eh? And they they're acting up. Um, you know, it's like bro, me and your dad want to want to do that, you know. But it's um, yeah, it's 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 definitely it definitely happens. Um, and to hear hear that it happens to people that um that, that are close to you, it sucks. Yeah. So um, yeah, let's, I think we'll run that on another podcast in the future. Mm. I'm keen for that. Um, but yeah. Hopefully, um, Papa's okay, um, uh, and Ben as well. If uh, hope the son is all right, nice, uh, um, yeah, mm. thanks, Bart. 
Um, yeah, back to again. Um, if if you are going through the experience, um, you know, um, if you got any tips for myself, um, as a as a um, as a father and and as um, you know, someone that's going through it myself, um, yeah, like you know, message me, um, come through on the page. Um, if uh, Helen, Helen, um, you got any tips for myself? Um, you know, um, bringing up my girls. Uh, yeah, bro, I'd love to hear it, but. Uh, regarding uh ad advice i've taken away i think one good thing um uh well there's many um nuggets that uh, you shared Lena. um mm. was you know um it, it sometimes you have to hit rock bottom to see who your real friends are and when you yeah. when you have someone like yourself share it and actually go through that rock bottom this is the best way to to deal with it is by listening to the brother here and how he's he's dealt with it so um again uh a big shout out to yourself and your family for letting for letting you oh our family for letting you um take time away from them and uh spend it with us tonight a shout out to the sis uh tracy and um all the fans that that's joined in thank you thank you so much uh but i'll, mm -hmm. I'll hand it over to um the brother Um, yeah, I just, um, <clears throat> massive shout out to you guys for having me on the podcast tonight. Um, it was really tough and daunting going about my day today, knowing that I was going to be vulnerable to a lot of people on the podcast. It's, it's going to go viral. I hope if not, that's all right. Um, I think, um, my advice is, I wrote it down, I don't know if it makes sense, but my first one is just know your real ones. Um, one of my socials, he was there for me from the day I got charged. Um, so yeah, my also Sam and his partner Elaine, I love these all the way. But um, yeah, everyone that has supported me through everything, um, from when I hit rock bottom to where I needed to be, where I am now, uh, words can't express the love I have for all of you. If I could, I would give you some, a free haircut, but like Tessa. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think that there was a quote I did like simmer on, not a quote, like a saying that I simmered on, like from when I got asked, about the podcast was don't go looking for help if your safe haven is your back doorstep and you haven't spoken up at home reach out to your loved ones first before you enter someone else's door Whoa. Um, yeah and saying that is take it home get real feedback and input from your loved ones before you go to someone else mm. and get feedback from them so yeah, thank you so. Um, yeah, and it was yeah. Thank you. That was actually thank you, uh, thank heartfelt, you. man. That that's that's yeah. actually thinking about it. And it's, mm. Yeah, that was a re really good bar. Gonna be more spot on than that, us. Exactly. And um, uh, without further ado, man, we'd like to thank you, um, Helene, for for jumping on again. Um, <laughs> You are amazing. Did you say my name properly, please? <laughs> 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 
disrespect. You just smell a different uh, Sounds like it's oh, land. 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 Oh, Lindy. Land. We'll just see land. We'll just oh, see we'll land. land. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we We love you, Tizza. <laughs> Well, thank you so for me. taking the time. Yeah, thank you again. Uh, Man, as it. always, you come through, uh, uh, support the show, appreciate us. Even though Tezza says <laughs> your name wrong a million times, thank you. We just thank spent you. an hour and a half talking with you, bro. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, and still, Marlene. <laughs> 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 Excuse me, he's from Texas. from Texas. And you just grew up. You just grew up together. Anyway, oh. uh, this is uh, this is for the boys, boys podcast. I'm Tessa. A second, second. Love you so. And I'm Helen. The one and only Helen. One Thank and you. only. So far, so far. <laughs>